My name is Matthew Becker. As the owner of a fitness facility and an attorney, I have a lot of things that I need to get done in a day. I've spent the last few years developing strategies that allow me to constantly move forward while also living the best life that I can live. On this podcast, I share those strategies with you along with other thoughts and ideas that allow you to live your best life through the concept of the aggregation of marginal gains. Welcome back to another episode of The Stronger Revolution. Adam, did I scare you? We're getting going. Yes, we are. Okay, uh, we are moving on this episode from mental toughness. Adam, do you feel super mentally strong? Yes. Like you could take on anything? Yes. Awesome. We're going to move on to our new subject. This one might be just be a one-off, but... Uh, episode 50. Oh, it is. It's episode 50. Thanks for reminding me, Adam. Whoa, oh, thanks, the, crowd. The studio thanks, audience is applauding. Wow, thanks, guys. Um, now I lost my train of thought. I mean, the studio audience just threw me off. We're transitioning. Oh, yeah, we're transitioning. So I've been reading a book, technically listening to a book, called uh, Extreme Ownership. Is that because you can't read? Uh, no, it's more like just because I don't have time really to read. It. Um, this says RX Bar. Is, am I right? <laughs> I don't know. I can't read. <laughs> no, I only listen to books because I can digest them a lot faster. Case in point, I've been reading, legit reading, uh, not just listening. I've been actually re- reading a book called um, Motivational Interviewing in the Fitness and Nutrition Industry. And the book is not that thick. And I've been on it now for the, title the is. better <laughs> part of three months. Okay. Because I get to read for about like 10 minutes before I go to bed. I hear but that. if I'm listening. You can commute and stuff. Oh my gosh. While I mow the lawn, while I walk the dogs, mm-hmm. while I make dinner, while I make breakfast. Yeah, great. While I so drive what have you been listening to? Oh, thanks. It's called Extreme Ownership by uh, Jocko Willink. So he is a, there's another guy. Ugh. I told you this yesterday, and then you I... Said, we said Leif Erikson. It's not Leif Erikson. <laughs> Which I said, I don't think so. But the book only gets accredited to Jocko Willink, so I really did want to get the other guy's name. But regardless, that's not the point. If you Google Extreme Ownership by Jocko Willink, you're going you're gonna to find the book. He's a Navy SEAL. Um, we've had this discussion before, too. Is it, are you an ex-Navy SEAL, or are you once always... I don't have the authority to make that decision. I'm just going to say you're once always. That seems like the safer move. Yeah, um... And he does a lot of motivational speaking and he does the, these seminars for businesses primarily on taking full ownership. It's a really cool way of saying taking responsibility, but it's taking full ownership of everything that happens in your business to say that if you are a leader, anything that happens underneath you in the business is entirely your responsibility. Mm-hmm. And the more you own that, the better off everybody will be. So if I'm, and it doesn't matter, like you don't have to be the CEO. You can just be the leader or the the head of your department, Mm -hmm. right? As long as you're in a leadership role, you're responsible for anything that happens below you. 
If an employee doesn't know what to do, it's your problem because you haven't told them what to do. If the employee messes up, it's your problem mm -hmm. because the employee wasn't clear about how to do something, so they messed up. And maybe even more so than your problem, would you say your fault? Uh, when we lead into this episode, yes, I would say it's your fault. Mm -hmm. Great segue, Adam. Great. So I, I uh, you know, what this episode made me think about is the hashtag adulting thing that yes. we, uh, we see on social medias nowadays. Um, which which always causes me to cringe a little bit uh, because it's like you know filing my taxes hashtag, hashtag adulting. adulting made my bed today hashtag adulting yeah. <laughs> poured a bowl of cereal hashtag adulting like it's these very simple things that are uh, you know uh, normal expectations for human beings to do in a civilized society right and yet we think like we're uh, we should be special yeah or achieving something or doing something extra hard. Um, and so I think that the, the bar for responsibility has been lowered significantly. Yes. Um, and I think we see that nowadays in many of our young adults. Not, nobody listening to this podcast. Oh, no. Obviously. If they listen to this podcast, this should just be this like, like redundant. But we can look down on these them. other people that will remain unnamed. <laughs> um, but you see just like a lack of responsibility, a lack of people wanting to take responsibility for their own actions, for others' actions. They want to shift blame. They want to play the victim card. Blame. Ugh. All sorts such an of awful word. So, um, so where do we go? One thing that I do want to make very clear, based on the last episode, which I said last episode, that I will always be clear if the purpose of the episode is not to walk away with something very practical that you can change in your life. I don't think this episode is really designed to leave you with practical steps that you can take in order to uh, accept more responsibility in your life. I think the purpose of this episode is more of to create a paradigm shift in which you start to look at life more as your responsibility than things that happen to you. Mm -hmm. All right. So tell me if you think this is a fair statement. We've gone back and forth about this a couple of times. So let's see if we can, we can agree on this one. You are responsible for the outcome of every decision that you make. I think that's fair. And... Oh. Almost everything that happens in your life is the result of a decision that you make. I think that's fair. You think so? Well, especially the older you get. I mean, obviously, when you're a kid, you have less control over that kind of thing, but... I still don't agree. I think even under those circumstances, the child decides, whether or not they do so consciously, decides to obey the parent. Yeah, okay. And so, therefore, anything that happens to the child is the result of I just of think, you know, the older you get, the more control maybe you have over some of those variables. But Okay. But I agree with your statement. Okay. Well, then this is the end of the, uh, the episode. Great. <laughs> glad to have glad been here. <laughs> so, I wanted to go through a few uh, examples that we could try to come up with that people might say, that's not my fault, mm -hmm. and want to throw the blame at somebody else. Which we would see as a lack of taking responsibility. Right. And I want to talk through and see if we can agree that actually, because it's happening to you in your life, it is your responsibility. Mm -hmm. It's your fault that it happened. Yeah. Which is the paradigm shift. I think, I think we, we, we love to shift away from it. It's natural. I love to do it too. It's just to shift away from, that's not my fault. Don't blame me for that. Oh my God. When I can pass responsibility off to somebody else or pretend yeah. like I'm passing responsibility off to somebody else. Right. Psh, see you later. Case in point. Richard comes up to me last week. Richard Withy, one of the coaches here at this gym? At Industrial Athletics? Hey, great plug, Adam. <laughs> He's a great Richard coach. comes up last week and says, I want to do a social event. Can we organize a social event? 
And I said, yeah, like, what are you thinking? And he said, well, let's do it on July the 5th um, because everybody's going to have that day off because it's the 4th of July observance day. And maybe we should get a hold of Rebecca, our only listener. Thanks, Rebecca. Hey. And see if we can do it in... This uh, episode brought to you by <laughs> Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> see if we can do it in the field next to her church where we had Kathleen's going away party. Yes. And I said, yeah, great. Uh, let me talk to Rebecca and I'll see if it's available. And then I said, you know what? No. You, Richard, talk to <laughs> Rebecca and see if it's doable. And you guys figure out the details and come back and tell me what's going on. Nice. Oh, it felt so good. Even though, as a leader, in the end, if it falls through, it's my fault. Right. Uh, which we're going to get to. But it felt so good to just be like, have at it, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, this is not my responsibility. Yeah. Felt but good. you're saying you would take responsibility for the event eventually. It's my responsibility. If the event falls through, it's my fault. Yeah, yeah. Why? Even though you gave Richard the responsibility of planning and organizing it because you are the head. I'm the head. You fall on the sword. I'm the big guy. Yep. So if Richard messes it up, it's because I was not clear with Richard. Because I've done this before. Right. I was not clear with Richard about how it should have been done. Mm-hmm. Um, if Richard puts it on the wrong day, it's because I was not clear with Richard about what day I thought it should be done. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, if Richard, if I give Richard none of these details, and he goes out and does it and comes back and I'm upset with it, one, I can't be. Because I didn't actually give him any of the details. Mm-hmm. I left it entirely up to him. Or two, if I am upset, then it's my fault because I didn't give him any of the details. Yeah. Right? So it all comes back to me. Which I think, you know, you mentioned that maybe there's not practical takeaways. I, I wrote down a couple. that okay. I think I think Let's... our first practical takeaway is what, right there. Just don't blame others. For things that you have any hand in controlling whatsoever. Things that you're responsible for, which we're putting forward to you, the listener is a much larger network of things in your life than you probably previously thought. Right. Um, and you're going to maybe go through some more examples, but um, anything that involves you making a decision is something you're responsible for. And so don't blame others when something falls through, when something unforeseen happens. Um, take take the, the weight of that decision. Bear the burden of the outcome, regardless of it being positive or negative. Right. Uh, it just starts storming. Did you hear that thunder? It did. I wonder if they can pick it up. Probably not. It's not allowed. Oh, no. But it'd be pretty sweet if it. <laughs> um, yes. You take the responsibility, and these decisions can be something that are very small decisions. Sure. That you make every day in your life that you don't even think are that big of decisions. I love traffic examples. Mm. So you're driving home tonight, and you hit a whole bunch of traffic. Not my fault. And a storm. Boom. Yeah, it's not my fault. It's not my fault I'm now stuck in traffic. The traffic was here, right? Mm-hmm. It is your fault because you chose what time you were going to leave and you chose what route you were going to take home. Mm-hmm. Nobody forced you into either of those two decisions. True. So you got stuck in the traffic not because the traffic exists, because somebody else, some a-hole got in an accident. No, you're stuck in the traffic because you made the decision to be at that point at that time. Mm-hmm. And that's the paradigm shift. It, it's not necessarily... You know, not blaming the a-hole as much as it is you just not seeing your problems as other people causing them. Right. But that you start to take responsibility for those things in your life that cause you stress or bring you joy, whatever it may be. But you're taking the weight of that off of other people and putting it on yourself. Because it's a result of a decision that you made. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
So let's go extreme with this. Because you and I talked about this one yesterday. Recently in the news, somebody was hit by a car because they were trying to cross like three lanes of traffic to get into an Uber. Right. I don't really know all the details. So those of you listening, if you saw this on the news, let's go real general here. For some reason, a guy in the middle of the highway was trying to pick up an Uber. I think he got in an accident. I'm making half of it up. Anyway, he had to cross traffic in order to get to the Uber. He got hit and killed. As the driver of the vehicle... That killed him. Yes. If you follow our logic in this episode, are you responsible for killing him? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Why? You wow. didn't, you didn't no. cause him to order the Uber. You didn't cause him to run out in the middle of the street. Right. And I may not have been able to even stop in time, but I made the decision to drive my car at that point in time down right. that road. Um, now, that doesn't mean like I don't think we're necessarily trying to like lay guilt upon people. No. Legal or moral. Right. But just to see things as a result of the decisions that you've made. Yeah. And that one's an extreme example. Right. Because I think a lot of people would say, it's not my fault, therefore mm-hmm. I'm not responsible. Right. And maybe earlier in the episode, I was erroneous in using fault and responsible irreplaceably or, 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 or one, one to, to replace the other. We're not saying that you're culpable. You're not saying Guilty. you have the intent. Right. But you are responsible for the fact that you chose to leave at that moment that puts you on the road at that time. Mm-hmm. Nobody forced you to leave at that moment. Yeah. And I would say even if somebody put a gun to your head and said, you're leaving at this time, you could, you, know, you could say, well, somebody put a gun to my head. It wasn't my fault. It was. You could have chosen death. You could have chosen death. You made a decision sure. to choose life and to get in the car and drive. Yeah. And so even with this extreme example, I think what it does is it illustrates the fact that anytime you look at a situation and you want to blame somebody else... Reverse engineer it back to... What decisions you made that got you there. That got you there. Yeah. And, I, and the idea, again, is not that you would feel guilty about those decisions, but looking at the aggregation of marginal gains, how can you improve upon that process moving forward? Um, as you start to reflect more and think more about those decisions you make, um, and then as you reflect on the results of those decisions, how are you reacting? Are you looking to shift blame to others? Are you taking responsibility for it yourself? bearing the burden of the results and uh, taking it off of other people. I would say you can't move forward in your growth if you blame other people Yeah. for anything. Mm-hmm. If you are unwilling to take full responsibility for something, learn from that situation and then potentially modify your actions and decisions in the future, you can't grow yeah. if you're going to blame somebody else. And that's why I think the, the victim mindset is, is, is a dangerous one to fall into. Yes. Um, because it seems like blaming other people for your problems is maybe a way out, but you're really trapping yourself in uh, just a weak mindset. Yeah. Any other points you want to make about being responsible? I- you said something yesterday about um, an example that you use with your students. Is that... I don't know if it's an example, just a statement, and it was, it was the last thing I was going to say here is just um, when, I, when I talk to my students about you know, taking responsibility for things in their life, I, I encourage them to do hard things. Um, I think a lot of people want to just take the easy way out, and that's why that hashtag adulting is becoming popular is because we do so many easy things that doing something that takes any amount of work at all requires a hashtag um, and a post to social media. But I, I like to encourage my students 
to do hard things with their lives, to, to seek out challenges, to seek out situations that would require them to step up and um, be there for other people, to place themselves in a situation that would require some level of sacrifice. Um, you know, so the easy examples I can think of are like starting a family, um, getting married, owning a business. Yeah. Um, taking a career move that maybe is a bit riskier, but something that maybe aligns more with your purpose and fulfillment. I think that's another interesting area where people oftentimes like to try to shift blame or shift responsibility is in something like, I tried to start a business and it failed. Mm -hmm. Or I tried to do X, Y, and Z and it failed. And people want to instantly then point at all of the other reasons why it failed other than you may be able to, I mean, if, if you may be able to track it back, but I can almost guarantee you it, it is the result of a decision that you made, whether mm -hmm. or not you can track it all the way back to that sure. is the question. And referencing prior episodes, I mean, what does failure really mean to you? Because you have that victim mindset, you're seeing failure is like, instead of an opportunity to learn and grow, it's just this place that you're stuck in and you know, you're using as an opportunity to shift blame onto. If you learn from it, is it really a failure? No. Hey, good answer. Guys, think about this. Take a little bit of time to think about responsibility and what responsibility you take for your life and what responsibility you take for the outcome of the decisions that you make and how many decisions you actually do make in a day that then come back around. Mm -hmm. And what are some things that you maybe blame others for? What are some blind spots you have? As you gain more awareness of the decisions that you make and how they come back around, it can then hopefully start to adjust your actions in the future. So that one, you don't just play that victim blame game, mm -hmm. but two, it also starts to adjust some of your actions. So if you know that, well, if I am snarky to a, a member. If a member comes to me and they try to bring up a serious problem, I won't even say snarky, I would say defensive. And I get super defensive. That's my choice. Mm -hmm. My choice was to get very defensive and react to this. It's most likely not going to result well in the future. Right. But if I take an opportunity to learn from that and see that in the past when I've decided to be defensive, it never resulted well in the future. Mm -hmm. So next time I'm going to decide not to be defensive and see how that results. And that result ends up much more positive Then I've now used, I've taken responsibility for the decision that I've made in the past and used that to modify for better uh, actions in the future. Aggregation of marginal gains. I'm 1% better today than I was yesterday. Nice. Let's end with a quote. Unfortunately, I found a super cool quote, but it's anonymous. So we'll just pretend like Adam said it. <laughs> quote, responsibility is accepting that you are the cause and the solution of the matter. Ooh. End quote. That sounds like leadership right there. Oof. Okay, guys. Give it some thought. We will be back soon. Adam, you're done with school, right? Yeah. Oh, that means we could have the uh, number of episodes with the Adam. We'll see. We're going to get so much better listenership now. Oh my gosh, it's going to blow up. Yes. Rebecca's mom's also going to start listening. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. As always, reach out with any questions or other things, other thoughts that you have. Otherwise, we'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks.